Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus we are live welcome to the drop shot episode nine my name is Casey, also known as Razanon. I am joined, as always, by my good friend Tanner. Say hello to everyone, Tanner. Hello, everyone. Tanner has a new microphone from Blue Yeti, courtesy of the Dropshot Incorporated, also known as My Closet. So keep that in mind. He's going to sound better. Uh, we're just improving his production quality incrementally. For you guys, because we've been getting a ton of positive feedback on the podcast, and I took it upon myself to make sure we're recording more often, and our production quality is growing higher and higher. So that's the reason Tanner has a new microphone. He also has a new headset that he hasn't set up yet, because he's an ungrateful, typical American consumerist piece of shit. So let's all just keep that in mind. And with that said, this is our first episode of the podcast. If you've been listening, you know, we just increased the frequency of the podcast from one episode a week to two episodes a week. So our we're going to now be doing the podcast, generally speaking, Wednesdays and Saturdays, 7 o'clock Pacific time. Before, we were only doing it once a week. So now that we're doing it twice a week, we're going to continue doing one episode per week like we used to do. So we're going to cover recent patches, patch notes, upcoming changes, etc. And those are going to be on Wednesdays now. In addition, our Saturday episodes are going to be on different topics that are related to Call of Duty but are not related to recent patches, rumored changes, or anything up and coming. Those are going to be reserved for once a week. And topics like this are going to be reserved as well for once a week. Totaling two a week for you math wizards out there. And this is going to be the first of the miscellaneous type of podcast episodes. And our topic for this week is... This is the wrong document. 
So give me one second. But our topic for this week is uh, is Damascus and the Damascus grind and tips, tricks, and our thoughts and analysis on Damascus. We both have Damascus by now. So we not only have read a bunch of guides and shit and watched a bunch of videos on how to get it, but we've also done it ourselves, so we have a lot of information, some insider baseball to share with you guys to make your Damascus grind smoother than ours was because ours was not super smooth. So speak for yourself, but yeah. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Let me just make sure I have the correct document here. This is not the correct document. Give me one second, boys. So Tanner, how what what are we going to start off with with this Damascus grind? Where do well, we hit first? first? Off, we have Damascus. So by the way, in case anyone was wondering, we both have Damascus, the camo. We have we absolutely um, do have Damascus, the camo. So um, what is Damascus? Damascus, you get when you get every gun gold in the game. Guns that were there at launch. We can start there. Guns that were there at launch. Okay. Any gun that has been added since release, the Ram 7, the Holger, the crossbow, you do not need to get those gold in order to get Damascus. Now, once you have it, once you get those guns of gold, they're also Damascus. That is correct. That, that is correct. So you only need to get guns that the game launched with to gold to unlock Damascus. But then if there's a weapon added later, you're going to have to get gold on that weapon and then you'll also unlock Damascus for that weapon. Now I need to interrupt this broadcast to bring you some celebration. Itchy, my very good friend. I've known this guy for shit. How long have I known you for, Itchy? Since Swotor. Pretty sure you disliked me for a while. And hey, you were correct to dislike me. A lot of people did. I was a young college alcoholic, uh, so five to six years. So Itchy and I go way the fuck back, um, and he plays a lot of <laughs> a lot of first-person shooters. But we met on uh, an MMORPG called Star Wars: The Old Republic, which was the first game I ever streamed. And so I've known Itchy for quite a long time, and we've kept in touch through many years. And he actually has a founder badge in my Twitch stream which means he was one of the first 10 people ever to sub to my Twitch. And he just hit me with that tier two sub, dude. Tier two oh, yeah. going above and beyond. So thank you very much, Itchy. I'm honored. I'm humbled. I'm privileged that you would fucking do that. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, brother. And maybe this time you can play uh, Ground War with us instead of ignoring me in uh, chat when I randomly find you in a Ground War lobby. So yeah, let's keep crazy. that in mind. That's, let's keep that in mind. But I forgive you, especially because of that Tier 2 sub that uh, assuages all of my bad feelings. So thank you very much. Uh, Tim asks, how do you keep your hands from sweating? I don't. I just keep it cool in my room. My hand sweats a little bit, but uh, mostly it's not an issue for me. The small, humble streamer. What's up, Qualkeis? Welcome to the chat as well. So if you are listening to this 
on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. What I'm doing now is I'm interacting with my Twitch chat because the drop shot is streamed live at twitch.tv slash So if you wanted to join the conversation, if you wanted to post your comments and have me read them for posterity for all of time to be in the drop shot canon in the archives, then make sure you follow my stream once again at twitch.tv slash Turn on those notifications and then you can be a part of the action. So I apologize for the intrusions. Welcome Qualkeis and everyone else, all of you who may be lurking in the chat. Um, there is somebody lurking. I have insider information I just received. Some insider information. Uh, okay, let's give us from, the download. Uh, from, from username BigVanilla92. Uh, he said, tell Raz to jump off Itchy's dick and talk about Damascus. Wow, so, okay, so some people are getting a little impatient, okay. There, he's Ben wants Damascus, so he's getting impatient. He so, wants to hear the tips. I understand. So one more announcement before we get started on the Damascus tips. I created an advertisement for this podcast that is audio only, and I've been, pl- and I've been playing it at the... At the end of every single match I've played since I made it. So it's been probably four days, right? So at the end of a match, everyone in the lobby can hear each other. Your teammates and the opposing team. So I finish a game. I do better than all 63 other people in the lobby, right? Because I'm a demon on the keys, right? So I just shit on everyone. These kids are not happy because they just got DEFCONed while my gunship is just raining hellfire down on them. And the white phosphorus is burning them, reminiscent of war, com- war crimes committed in Vietnam, right? So then what I do is I play this advertisement. And if you are here because you heard this advertisement, please let me know. Tweet me, Instagram DM me. Please let me know because this uh, advertisement I find deeply amusing and uh, <laughs> the people in my lobbies have found it less amusing. So let's listen. Hi, I'm Razanon. And I'm Tanner. And we'd like to invite you to listen to The, the Drop Shot. Shot. The Drop Shot is a Call of Duty podcast with two new episodes every week. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for your time, and remember, stay humble. So let me know what you guys think of this. People, as I said, in my lobbies have not been happy about it. But it's so childish and so funny to me. How I layered Tanner and mine's voice when we say the drop shot and stay helpful. And how I have like the the upbeat Viagra commercial music in the background. I find it hysterical. No one in Twitch, no one in uh, the lobby chats has found it quite as funny. But it might have been effective regardless. So if you heard that advertisement and that's why you're here, please let me know. Because that would uh, that would make me immensely happy. We've, we've gotten exactly zero positive feedback from that. All we've gotten is just people destroying us in game. Chat. Yeah, absolutely zero positive feedback. Obscenities, <laughs> racial slurs. Yeah, said it all epithets. Yeah, it hasn't been yeah. a great response in game, but it's possible that some people after shouting <laughs> racial epithets at us checked out the podcast and then changed their minds. So if you're one of those people, please let me know. Um, 
So anyway, without further ado, this is for Ben. We're going to move on to the Damascus grind. I need to wrangle my massive white cock out of my shorts and then piss into my toilet with it and get a beer while I'm up. So while I'm doing that, Tanner is going to uh, get us started here. So to Damascus grind tips. Uh, the floor is yours, Senator. So uh, let's let's keep it. We're 12 minutes into the podcast and he's already peeing. He didn't think about that before, really. <clears throat> okay. So we're gonna start off with the basic tips. Um, we'll uh, we'll start at the top. So tip number one, pretty obvious. Use double XP to your advantage. Uh, depending on what playlist is up, shipment twenty four seven is always a really good playlist to work for certain guns, uh, specifically shotguns, launchers. You can get a lot done on shipment. Like uh, I mean, you can get like five times the amount of progress and shipment as you would on like a 10 v 10 map for certain weapons in one round. So highly recommend that. Uh, anytime double XP is going on, if you get like double XP and shipment together, I'd recommend doing things like the riot shield shotguns, just getting all of that done right away. Cause you're going to hate doing it. Um, uh, one big thing we noticed doing this is obviously skill-based matchmaking is in the game, no matter what the devs say it's there. So it's in the game. It usually is a disadvantage. But in the case of going for Damascus, it can actually help you. So what you got to do is uh, when you get to the riot shield, the knife, you're not going to have a good KD. I don't care how good you are. You're not going to have a good KD. So what you need to do, pull out that riot shield, stick to it, have a shit KD. You're going to have a 0.3 KD for a long time. But eventually, you'll get put in trash lobbies with players that are as bad with a gun as you are with a riot shield, and you'll be able to make some progress with that. Um, that's super helpful. So don't don't get pissed at the riot shield and stop using it after an hour because you can't get any progress like Razanon has done, and I did it at times. So you got just just fight through it. You have to just fight through. Yeah, that's true. So you, this is a good point. What the what the prevailing theory on skill based matchmaking is, is that it it very heavily or almost completely only takes your last five games into account. So what that means is when you start grinding the riot shield, continue using it until it's done, because if you're using a riot shield for five games in a row. Skill-based matchmaking is going to think, oh, well, Razanon must have had a stroke because his KD went from a 5 to a .5. So we're going to skill-base him way down into the shit tier lobbies, and that's going to make your Riot Shield grind uh, much easier because now that you've been skill-based into these shit lobbies, continue using the Riot Shield, because now you're in an easier lobby, so it's going to be easier for you to get kills, get the camos, and get it done. And on the double XP point, this is very true. And what you need to keep in mind with double XP, which Tanner did not do, and it pissed me off, was he would level his AK, for example, during double XP weekend, and he'd get it max level. But instead of switching to a different gun... After he got his AK max level. Is he said. No I'm just going to keep using it. It's almost gold. Hey dude. 
go to a different gun. So if you want to do this efficiently, there's no reason to get a gun that you already have max level to gold because you're just wasting all this double XP time. So get a gun. So let's say you have a double XP weekend. Use your least favorite gun during this weekend because this will be the quickest time you can get it to max level. And you need the gun to be max level to unlock all the camos to be available to unlock. So your least favorite gun is the CAR-98 or the EBR. When it's double XP weekend, the first fucking thing you should do is get that max level. And the second it's max level, switch to your second, second least favorite gun. Get it to max level. Don't do any camos. Just get it max level and then move on. Because once the gun is max level, you can revisit it once double XP is over and then grind camos. Because double XP is not going to help you grind camos anymore quickly. It's only going to help you level the gun more quickly. And leveling the gun unlocks the camos so you can start grinding toward them. So that's an important point to keep in mind. So I agree with you. I just have a hard time. If I had like one sniper left or two snipers left, I got a max level. I'm like, okay, I'll only take like another hour or two of game time till it's gold. Right. I just wanted to finish that off. But you're, if you're just trying to bust through Damascus as fast as you can, that's fantastic advice. I personally just wanted to finish each category as I went and didn't want to jump around. I just yeah. wanted to see that category platinum, but it's, yeah, it's not the quickest way to do it whatsoever. It is not the quickest way, but yeah. So anyway, I, I, I strongly recommend you just use double XP to just get a gun max level and then move the fuck on. So, uh, all right. Continuing on here. Uh, so guns added after launch are not necessary for completion. I believe we went over that Tanner, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. This is a point, this next point is a point that I missed in my grind, and I was very fucking sad about it. Always have a launcher as your secondary until they are done while you grind other guns. So, you might be thinking like, oh, well, I'm going to have to level the pistols anyway, so I might as well have that as my secondary. Because what you're really doing is you're playing cute little mental gymnastics with yourself because you don't want to use a launcher. And listen, brother, I'm right there with you. But the launchers take probably, no exaggeration, 10 times as long as the pistols. So if you wanted to get an RPG gold or you wanted to get a deagle gold, I'm literally not, I'm not, I'm trying not to exaggerate. It's probably about 10 times more time to get the RPG gold and the Deagle. Would you agree with that, Tanner? Absolutely. I think uh, I had all the pistols done in two days, probably 12 hours at the absolute most. Yeah. So, so the launchers way longer. Exactly. So what that means is because it's a secondary weapon, you can work on a primary weapon. Like you want to go through the assault rifles first, whatever. That's fine. While you're doing the assault rifles, do not have a pistol as your secondary until you're done with the launchers because the pistols you can do every single game. You have a pistol, you use a riot shield as your secondary. We're going to get into that. And then um, you can just grind the pistol by itself because all you need to level a pistol are enemy players. But to level a launcher, 
you need enemy streaks. So you're gated, you're time gated with the launchers by enemies having shit in the air. So you always want to have a launcher available. So as soon as the enemy calls a UAV or a VTOL or whatever the fuck, you can just fire at it. What's up, Laloy, by the way? Welcome, dude. Tanner's face is epic. Absolutely, it is. I'm honored and privileged that he got a webcam. It's a shit webcam, and we're going to have a conversation about that. But uh, <laughs> but it'll do for now. So, But yeah, you should always have a launcher as your secondary. And my advice for this, too, would be as soon as you get a launcher to max level, start using a different launcher. Just get them all max level. Because of the launchers, while you're getting them max level, you're going to be grinding camos also. So uh, that's what I would do. So without further ado, um, we're going to go over briefly what you need, what all the camos are for each category of weapon. And then if we have anything additional to say about it, we will tell you. But for most of this stuff, it's all pretty self-explanatory. So... Uh, what are what are the requirements for ARs here, Tanner? Requirements for assault rifles. Kill enemies. Get headshots. Get kills while crouching. Get kills hip firing. Get long shots. Kills while mounted. Kills with five weapon attachments. Um, kills quickly after reloading. Kills with no attachments. And then three kills without dying, which... Pretty sure I got done in one round because I'm that good. So, yeah. Okay. So, a couple notes on this. So, these are all the camos. Uh, when your gun is level one, so you're getting the M4 gold. First of all, this is going to be a fun experience for you because the M4 is OP. Second of all, the first, so your M4 is level one. The only camo you have available to grind on is kill enemies. And you need, a, you need to kill a total of like 500 for assault rifles. But that actually, yeah, but it actually doesn't take as long as that sounds because that's the first camo you have unlocked, which means you're progressing toward it while you're leveling the gun and while you're doing all the other camos. Uh, so there's really not much to say about killing enemies. Uh, headshots is the same. It's pretty easy to go for headshots. And even if you're not going for headshots, you're going to kind of get them uh, just naturally. It's going to coincide with just getting kills. Sometimes you're just going to get a lucky headshot or whatever. Uh, crouch kills is something you kind of have to try for. But again, pretty simple. Uh, hip fire kills. This is something you might want to think about a little more. When I was going for hip fire kills, first of all, you should try to go for as many camos at the same time as you can. So if you have the hip fire and the crouch... Uh, and the no attachment camos all available to do progress on, then you should try to get a crouch hip fire kill with no attachments on your bees on so that when you kill one guy in that fashion, you've done progress on three camos at the same time. That's something to keep in mind, but you shouldn't be too anal about it. Uh, but for the hip fire kills, here are your two best friends. 5 milliwatt laser greatly increases your hip fire accuracy. And the Merc foregrip, which is an underbarrel, which most people don't actually know this, that also increases your hip fire accuracy. So if you put both of those attachments on any of these guns, hip firing becomes very accurate and it becomes a lot easier to do this, obviously. 
Uh, long shots, I mean, obviously you put on a long barrel, maybe a monolithic suppressor, and get those done. Uh, good maps for those are like Ground War, obviously, Euphrates, Grozna Raid, and Arklov Peak, I would say, are the best long shot maps. Uh, mounted kills are just going to be fucking annoying, but, you know, get the mounted kills, not hard. Five attachments, super easy. Kills after reload, you want to use sleight of hand for this. So put the side of hand perk on. Makes it a lot simpler. What I would often do is I would shoot one bullet and then run around. And then if I see someone and like I'm behind them, I'll just reload since I only have one bullet missing and then kill them. And then that's one kill after reloading. Uh, but the time chap... Excuse me. The time gap <laughs> that they give you is pretty generous. Generous starts with a G, but it has a J sound. That's why I made that slip. <laughs> Sorry. No. Uh, okay. the, the time gap they give you is generous. So uh, if you reload, you can get a kill within like five seconds or something, and it'll count as progress toward that. Uh, no attachments is easy, and then three kills without dying is pretty easy. So they're all pretty easy to do. Assault rifles are going to take the longest for you. Um because they have the most weapon level because they have the most attachments and then they also just made their requirements really uh, long to reflect that. So like the number of enemies you need to kill to get the chain link um, camo for assault rifles is way more than the number of kills you need to get chain link for like shotguns, for example. So when you're doing assault rifles and you're thinking to yourself, this is taking fucking forever... You're right, and not all the other guns are going to take as long as the assault rifles. The assault rifles take the longest, for sure. Because there's a lot of ARs, they all have a lot of levels, and the requirements are very long. So don't get discouraged when you're doing ARs. This is the largest category that's going to take you probably the most time. Uh, and then that's pretty much all for that. Anything else to add there, Tanner? They've gotten easier. When I first when I did the whole assault rifle category, um, the kills after reloading had to be done in about a second or two at the most. It was very difficult to do. Yeah, yeah, it was annoying. They're extremely gracious. Like, you don't even really have to go for it now, honestly. I just noticed you would get it done just by playing pretty normally. Uh -huh. Like you said, though, I would pretty much spawn in, shoot one bullet. If I saw a person reload, you know, that's you get it done really fast. Mm -hmm. But yeah, assault rifle feels like it takes forever. You think... Damascus is going to take four years after completing that category, but don't long. Like, out of all the main weapons, assault rifle took the longest, um, other than things like launchers. But like we said, do that passively. So ARs, remember when the game launched, they were saying every weapon in the game was going to take 15 to like 20 hours to get gold. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. It's just that yeah. was actually pretty. That was a pretty fair statement in terms of assault rifles. Yeah, for sure. That that was about accurate. It really does take that long per weapon. Probably yeah. About 15, or you can get it in probably closer to 10 if you're just straight going for it or even shorter. But And then this is kind of, yeah, this is kind of on the double XP note too, like the double XP playlist note, capitalizing on those. You can also use double weapon XP tokens to your advantage in the same way. So if your least favorite gun is the EBR, then I would I would first like to say you're correct because it's the shit it's the shittiest gun in this game, uh, as far as primaries go, and sec I'd rather I'd rather use an X16 as my primary than an EBR. How about that? So okay. 
if you have a least favorite weapon like that, you should be devoting every single double weapon XP token to that gun and then getting it max level. So you can strategically use double weapon XP tokens too. So just keep that in mind. Um, SMGs, the, all the requirements are exactly the same. And uh, all the advice is exactly the same. So not really much to go over there. Is there anything really different that you want to say about that? The only few differences with SMGs are it's less of each category. It's I think it's killed like 500 enemies instead of 800. So it takes a few hours less per gun. SMGs are fun to use. So Yeah, and SMGs are really fucking good in this game too because the sprint there, out yeah. time is really uh, quick compared to assault rifles, compared to everything else in the game really. Uh, so... So, yes, the SMGs require less of everything, and there are fewer attachments, so not only do you need fewer kills and stuff, but you're also going to have it max level. You're also going to unlock all the camos sooner for SMGs than you will for assault rifles. And then another note is that long shot is a different uh, distance, depending on what type of gun you're using. So an SMG long shot is shorter than an assault rifle long shot which is shorter than a sniper rifle long shot uh so keep that in mind as well long shot isn't uh an objective measure it depends on the type of gun you're using so uh i need to make a note here so tanner go through shotguns real quick okay shotgun category um requirements to get that gold Kill enemies, kills while crouching, hip fire kills, point blank kills, headshots, five attachment kills, double kills, kills after reloading, no attachment kills, and three kills without dying. So pretty much exactly the same, only two differences being double kills instead of mounted, and then um, point blank kills instead of long shot. Yeah. And point blank kills with shotguns are obviously really fucking easy. The point blank distance is quite short, though. I want to say two meters. Like, you have to be inside someone's ass. To... You're about, yeah, you're, it's close. So, uh, but, um, but again, it's a shotgun. That's kind of the point of a shotgun. You should be inside people's asses. So, uh, that's not hard. Shotguns are very easy. Uh, double kills is pretty simple, too. Tanner made a note here that it's the easiest weapon category. Shipment 24-7 is an excellent playlist to do this on. Uh, any playlist like Shipment 24-7, Shipment slash Shoot House, pretty easy. Even if it's a Shipment Shoot House Rust playlist, I don't think that's ever coming back. But if it did, you could still queue that and do shotguns pretty quickly and easily. Uh, the only thing I had trouble with in this category that Tanner did not was... Uh, so, okay, you know what? The requirements are different based on which shotgun you have. Because for the 725, for example, you needed long shots. Yeah, and, you're right. And I remember that I had finished everything else for the 725, and I still needed like 20 long shots or something like that. So I ended up equipping slug rounds, putting on a 3.0 optic, and using my 725 like a fucking Mark II and just sniping kids on shoot house to, to finish up the long shots. And it was not super easy. 
But when I asked Tanner about 725 long shots, he said, I don't even remember because it came to me naturally. So you never had to use slug rounds or a 3.0 optic. I've never thrown slug rounds on. Yeah, I've, there are a few weapons in the categories that do have slightly different requirements. There's not many, though. I can't even think of any off the top of my head besides the 725. The other one I can think of is sniper rifles. I believe some of them require one-shot kills and others require headshots instead. But yeah, I'm, I think you're right. Like the AX-50, I feel like, is a headshot because that's always a one-shot kill, basically, you know? Wouldn't that make sense? Yes. Yeah. I so think, I think yeah, like... I think it is. But I'm not 100% sure on that, but it's a it's a menial point. I, but yeah, they'll figure it out. For, yeah, they'll figure... You'll figure it out, Twitch chat and listeners on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. By the way, if you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and after this episode's done, subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars if you've enjoyed it, and follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Razanon. So that's it for that plug. Uh, it would really help us a lot, particularly just rating it five stars. It takes you less than two seconds. You just smash the five-star button, and then we get more discoverability. And then eventually I get advertisers. I quit my nine-to-five job. The content that you get as a listener becomes way higher quality at no cost to you. At no cost to you. So if you want this podcast to be significantly better, just press the fucking five-star button. And then it happens. It's that simple. So keep that in mind. Uh, LMGs. Okay. LMGs, the requirements are exactly the same as assault rifles and SMGs. Uh, this is another fast category. There are only three SM four SMGs. MG34, PKM, M... What's the other M1? M91. M91, and then is there one more? That's... No, that's it. Holger. So it's just, yeah, so Holger that. doesn't count. So yeah, you just need... So there's only three LMGs, and the requirements per LMG are relatively short. LMGs have relatively few attachments. So this category is really fast, and as an aside, LMGs are fucking nuts in this game. I think the MG34 is the most slept-on gun in the entire game Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I was leveling it on Euphrates Bridge 10's Dom. It has the fastest time to kill at range of any gun besides a sniper rifle. Don't at me. The reason no one uses it is because the reload speed is literally like four seconds. But you can use sleight of hand... It's really, really fucking strong for, like, medium-long range. So, it's disgusting. But getting these gold is pretty uh, quick and easy. Anything to say about that, Tan Man? No, yeah, LMGs, I think it was on, like, 400 total kills. They were... It was a really fast category to get done. You only, Just one small error there. It's not exactly the same as ARs. You need double kills instead of... Um, right. True. Kills after reloading. That was that the is, only difference, which is easy when you have 100 rounds in the mag most of the time, or that, half the time. That is easy, and also you should be thankful, because if you needed fucking <laughs> kills after reloading with an LMG, I wouldn't have Damascus. How about that? So, <laughs> with how slow the reload speed is on LMGs. So, But yeah, double kills are super simple, so that's nothing you have to be concerned with. Uh, 
So the next up is Marksman and Sniper Rifles. There are separate categories in the menu, but if you wanted a Platinum AX-50, you would have to get all the Snipers and all the Marksman Rifles gold, and then vice versa for if you wanted like a, a gold car, car 98K. You need to get Snipers and Marksman Rifles gold to get them Platinum. That doesn't matter for you as a Damascus grinder because you have to get everything gold anyway, but that's just a quick note. If you're wondering why you don't have platinum, it's because you need both categories gold to get platinum in both categories. Don't know why they did that, but they did. Uh, here it is double kills and not kills after reload. Everything else is the same. Uh, and the EBR shouldn't exist and it shouldn't be in this category. So uh, anything to say about these Tanner? They took longer than I thought they would. I'm not a huge fan of sniping. If I had played Ground War, it probably would have been better. Uh, just not. My biggest tip for getting it done quickly is use a 3.5 zoom optic. You can play uh, a lot quicker in tens. You can you know, almost play the same way you play with an assault rifle, almost because it's. I mean, you just one tap everybody at that range. Um, and then also the biggest thing is they don't see your huge scope glint, so. You could be sitting in the back. That's big. And they won't see you. So that's the biggest difference. I agree. I think so that's a huge tip to not get killed. Yeah. So if you wanted to use uh, like a solo solo zero night vision goggle scope, uh, a Merc thermal optic, a VLK 3.0, a Cronin Pro 3.25. Uh, these are all good options because they zoom. They zoom in enough for like tens. And for ground war, if you're playing relatively close and you don't have the scope glint and in ground war, especially not having scope glint is really good because then enemy snipers who are using a Merc therm or excuse me, a thermal dual zoom who are zoomed in at 13.5 X waiting to see a glint to shit on someone. You won't be seen by those people. So not having glint is super, super powerful. You can definitely use a regular ass sniper scope and do extremely well. I've done it many times because I'm a fucking demon on the keys and it has its advantages, obviously. But if you wanted to do tens or do this a little more quickly, uh, yeah, definitely use a scope without glint. There are many available on snipers and marksman rifles. Uh, my last tip for this was be if you're using a Mark II, you should definitely be using stopping power. The Mark II is a one-shot kill to the head or the upper torso. If you're using a if you're using stopping power, I believe the one-shot kill uh, zone on the enemy targets is increased to above the belt, so that makes it way easier to get one taps and level and finish the Mark II. Use stopping power. Uh, so that is pretty much that category. Again, these don't have that many weapon levels. They don't require that many kills. Camo progress comes relatively quickly and easily for these. Uh, so that's pretty much it for that. And now on to the real bane of my existence. The worst fucking camos. Uh, go ahead and start this one off, Tanner. Riot Shield the knife. Riot Shield is everybody's most hated. <clears throat> we'll start with the requirements first. The requirements are kill enemies, kills well injured, kills from behind, 
kills while using dead silence, kills while crouched, two kills without dying with the shield. Uh, when you're using the knife, that's double kills. Um, kills near smoke, buzz kills, execute finishing moves, and three kills without dying. Um, okay. To start with, go ahead. Riot shield should be done in nothing but hardcore. Don't even attempt to use it in core. Razanon made that mistake for some <laughs> stupid reason. I spent hours trying to convince him. Don't use it in core. No, I think it's easier. It's not. Okay. So use here it in hardcore. Okay, so here's what happened. Here's what happened. Remember we were talking about skill-based matchmaking and how you can use it to your advantage? So here's mm -hmm. what I did. I was using only the riot shield because it was level one. And I wanted to get it max level because this was a double weapon XP weekend. And I was playing Shoot House 24-7. And because I was only using the Riot Shield, my uh, my typical 6 KD got shot down to a .6. So eventually, all of a sudden, I'm in a Shoot House Dom lobby with these uh, people, troglodytes who had 0.6 KDs. So it was Shoot House Dom, I'm using a Riot Shield. And this is in core, in core, by the way. So I sit on B with my Riot Shield, and I get, and I'm using Specialist, I get Specialist bonus and like a 12 kill streak in core with a Riot Shield by just camping in a B corner, and every time someone came to take it, I would just fucking say it with my chest, as it were. Uh, so I got out of that lobby, and I was like, oh, dude, Tanner, you're a dumb piece of garbage, because this is easy to do in core. Now, what I didn't understand was that was an exceptional lobby on an exceptional map and in exceptional circumstances. Namely, we had B the whole game, and the enemy team was so dumb because, again, their KDs were about a .6 total, uh, that they would just constantly rush B and try to, like, melee me back while I had a riot shield. This, as I later learned, was fake news. Uh, it is definitely not easier to do in core. The reason for that is the riot shield in core requires two hits to be a kill. In hardcore, it only requires one hit. So you definitely want to do this in hardcore. Every time you use the riot shield, you should be queuing for the playlist that has the small maps. So if it's shipment 24-7, that's ideal. If it's shipment and shoot house, do that. If it's shipment shoot house rust, do that. Because you definitely don't want to be running around uh, trying to find people on fucking Arklov Peak with your riot shield in hardcore. Because you're not going to have a good time. Uh, what I found was the easiest was if you could get a hardcore domination lobby on shipment, use your riot shield and camp in the center cargo container that is right next to B, you can often kill people as soon as they spawn right in front of you. And then just blap, melee them, go back in the container, uh, right in front of the second most trash can, the second most deep trash can in that cargo container, you sit in front of it, facing outside, so that as soon as someone spawns, you stand up, 
melee them, get the kill. The only thing that's really difficult to do with the riot shield is the three kills without dying. Every other camo is very easy to do. The only one that's hard is the three kills without dying. And that is actually very hard. Because in core, you, that means you have to land six shots to get three kills. And I think you need to do this 25 times. Uh, and in hardcore, you just die so quickly that it's hard also. So number one advice, do this in hardcore. It's, it's definitely doable to get the three kills, especially in shipment hardcore dom. And also, you want to use smoke grenade as your equipment. Because in hardcore, if people can't see you, they don't know what's going on, you run up in their chocolate factory and smack them. Uh, anything else to say about the riot shield, Tanner? Um, the finishing moves. I think those are still quote-unquote bugged, aren't they? Did we actually yes. need to do finishing moves? I did exactly so, zero finishing moves, so and I finished this camo. Yeah, so, so those will never be fixed. That's they'll been never an issue be fixed. with the camo since launch. So that's great for us. Since never beta. Fix it. Since yeah, beta. Since beta. So, so um, don't worry about that. Just kill people. You'll randomly get them. Yes, that's true. Kills, uh, crouching. I think a lot of people were thinking sliding worked for that. You're sliding into somebody, smack them. Correct me if I'm wrong. That does not count. It does you not count. Sliding. Uh, I you can, have to I can be sliding. I can confirm you have to actually be crouched. Yeah. Now you can slide when that slide ends and you're crouched. Smack him in the back a split second later, and you'll which get is probably yes, which is probably the best strategy, because they're trying to shoot you. You slide in, so you move your hitbox, and then if you're there for maybe maybe fifty to one hundred fifty milliseconds, that's probably enough time to get credit. At which point yeah. you can smack him and get the get the uh, get the crouch kill. Pretty much as soon as you stop moving. So you slide and you stop moving, not moving. You can start walking and you'll still get it, obviously. But as soon as you stop the slide, it'll start to count. So yeah, that's pretty easy. My main thing is though, I can't stress it enough. Do not do this unless it's double XP and don't try any other map other than the smallest 24 seven playlist available. Yeah, you should definitely be you... using every double XP weekend should start with the riot shield and then the knife is way less annoying so probably they should all start with a riot shield and every double weapon xp token you should be devoting all of that time to leveling the riot shield because it's not fun and if you enjoy using the riot shield unsubscribe from this podcast yeah how about that if you have one gold weapon and it's the riot shield go fuck yourself you sh you should hang yourself but first you should garrote Every family member you have, if you only have a gold riot shield. How about that? You piece um, of shit. One more thing. Just, it's fucking awful, but just stick through it. You'll go, we went five, six games probably without getting a single kill, three kill streak. You'll rage off the game. You'll say, fuck this. I'm not going for Damascus anymore. <laughs> you'll get back on the next day. You'll play one game and you'll get six of those three kills without dying so just just stick with it it'll you'll get really good lobbies and then you'll get really bad lobbies just stick with it let the skill based matchmaking figure it out yeah that's all As true I say, i'm gonna make it a thing to say it every single episode pull a korean reverse boost do what you gotta do Damn, firing shots shit, dude KD. firing shots firing shots yeah but that's all true uh the main thing is you will get 
So number one, you'll learn how to use the riot shield because unfortunately, uh, the lunging is really annoying with the riot shield and inconsistent. Sometimes you'll lunge nine meters and then sometimes you'll miss someone who is directly in front of you. Don't know why. It's a shit game. Riot shield shouldn't be in it anyway. But if they're going to put in it, they should at least implement it properly. They haven't. So the lunging is really inconsistent. You'll eventually get kind of used to it. And also, this is important. And I'm glad I remembered this. If you press uh, your melee button with a riot shield 10 times in a quarter of a second, your character will do a melee animation 10 times. Not in a quarter of a second. It'll take him five minutes. But he'll do it. So every time you press the melee button, it's queuing up melees. So resist the temptation to spam the melee button when you see someone. Because your guy is just going to keep doing this like he's at EDC while you're getting your ass fucked from behind. So don't be disciplined. Don't press the melee button too often. Because it'll just queue it up and then it'll fuck you up. It's hard to do. But, but this is, again, to my point earlier, to Tanner's point earlier, you'll get better at it and you'll get used to not spamming melee as much as you might want to. So, uh, And then the last thing on this for me, when you're doing the knife, uh, the knife is way easier in core because the knife is a, a one-shot kill in core and in hardcore. But uh, the kills while injured is very, very difficult weird and difficult and because in core you have passive health regen you're almost never injured enough in core for a kill while injured to count like basically you have to be injured so let's say tanner shoots me in the foot with an ax50 and i have and he does 90 damage out of 100 so i have 10 health left and then in the next 50 milliseconds i knife him that doesn't count as a kill while injured why don't know because the game is trash so not only do you have to be injured a certain amount but you also have to be injured for like two seconds before your kill will count as a kill while injured so the easiest way to get knife kills while injured is to play hardcore because then you'll take some damage and you won't passively regen so that two second timer will be up and then every kill after that will count as a kill while injured. For the knife, I finished every camo very quickly and had almost no progress on the kills while injured. So you're you're going to get very, very few, if any, of these in core. You're just going to want to do this in hardcore. And then what you're going to want to do is use a riot shield as your primary weapon. Use the knife as your secondary. Put the riot shield on your back so that you're in hardcore. You have a little more protection when you're getting shot in the back and then run around and go for your kills while injured. And use a thermite. Throw it at your feet when you spawn. That'll do damage. Once your screen gets black and white, that's when you're at low enough health. You're probably it, even at low enough health a little before that, but that's the safest bet is to yeah, get to that point. Yeah. I don't know the exact number. They haven't said it, but everybody says it's like it's below 20% health. It's not just like playing core and getting shot once with an MP7. Like, no, you need to play hardcore and be injured for a while. Yeah. So 
I know that we just made that sound like it's really difficult and like you have to have really, you have to be in like this really precise kind of state to get these kills while injured, but it's not that hard. It just takes a little bit of time, but, and it's going to be annoying, but you only need, I think 20 or 25. So it's, it goes pretty quick if you do it correctly, which we've just shown you how to do. So, uh, and then next up is the pistols, handguns, um, kill enemies, headshots, crouch kills, hip fire kills, long shots, double kills, kills with all attachments, kills shortly after reloading, kills without attachments, and then three kills without dying. This is another category that you're going to want to do in hardcore because every pistol except for the... X16, the Glock. Every pistol except for that is a one-shot kill the vast majority of the time in hardcore. And it's actually super fucking fun. It's really fun, dude, to use a 1911. You have 15 shots, and you're just snapping on kids like John Wick, one-shotting everyone. It's an absolute blast. And this category goes by super quickly especially in hardcore if you can get a hardcore shipment 24 7 playlist you'll have this done in absolutely fucking no time so uh definitely do this in hardcore with the one exception of the deagle the deagle's a two-shot kill in core it's a one-shot headshot in core and it's obviously a one-shot kill anywhere in hardcore this might be easier in hardcore. It might be easier in core. It's a toss-up. But if you're more used to doing core, you can probably just finish this in core because it does so much damage. Because especially, too, like, if someone is at all weak, then when you deagle them in the foot, they're still going to die. So it's pretty easy to do in core. Uh, like I said, use a riot shield as your primary weapon. Throw it on your back and then just use only the pistol. So you'll have some protection in the back. Uh, and then lastly, you do need long shots for pistols. Uh, that's one of the camos. This can be done on shipment. If you shoot from one corner of shipment to the other corner, it will count as a pistol long shot. So as soon as you unlock that camo, start going for those. Because you're going to see people right in your chocolate factory more often than you're going to see them in an opposite corner. Uh, but regardless, you can do long shots on shipment and it is relatively easy. So uh, you can finish these entirely in that playlist. Or if you get shoot house, it's even like every kill you're going to get as a long shot and hardcore shoot yeah. house. Yeah. And shoot house is a good playlist too, because uh, it's small enough to where you're still going to be one tapping almost everyone with the pistol. And I can't stress enough how fucking fun it is if your aim Dude, is anywhere near good enough. I would get, I swear to God, like an eight kill streak every time, like every life. Like if you play hardcore, that's great. That's cool. You want to play tactical, but they're not usually the best at aiming. They're not the quickest players that kind of, you know, they play slower. So if you play, if you're a normal core player running around, jumping, sliding around corners, you're destroying people in hardcore pistols. It was so much fun. Yeah, it really was. It really was. And I want to just point 
out to you guys what this can look like. So let's take a look at twitch.tv slash Razanon's video here. I boosted this post on Facebook and uh, this is hardcore pistols on shipment. You're going to notice most of these are one taps. Like, this is why shipment is so fun, dude. They just spawn right in front of me. Just shit on everyone. Like fucking John Wick, dude. Dude, it's a. I kind of want to play, like, do hardcore pistols every once in a while just to play. It's so fun. Yeah, it's an absolute blast. So, anyway, uh, if you're listening on iTunes, you just missed a fire video clip, which is why you need to go follow me on twitch.tv slash Razanon. And if you're like, hey, I don't want to, but I still want to see the video version, that's fine, King. You can go to youtube.com slash C slash Razanon, or you can search for Razanon on YouTube. You'll find it there. You can also go to facebook.com slash Razanon TTV, or you can search for Razanon on Facebook, and you can find the full video episodes of the podcast at both of those locations. You can also just search okay. for the drop shot. So go ahead, Tanner. Start reading the, the requirements or whatever. I'm going to go pee, and then we'll get into this shit category of launchers. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to take a nice swig of my uh, water here. Uh, okay, so last is the launchers. Like we said at the beginning of this episode, uh, you want to be doing the launchers right away. It should always be your secondary and as soon as there's a kill streak in the air, you're shooting it down. So then you're just passively getting launchers done. Because like I was saying before, the launchers are unique because you have to wait for streaks to be in the air to do camo progress for them. With a gun, there's always enemies in the game. Uh, so you don't have to wait for circumstances to favor you. Excuse me. To level... Uh, your guns or anything else in the game. But for launchers, a lot of the camos, you have to wait until there's a streak to do camo progress, which is why you just always want to have one available. So you're always grinding as soon as those streaks go up. So I'm going to take a nice fat rip of my vaporizer. I have ulcerative colitis and nicotine basically cured it, which is why I vape before you make fun of me. But also, I really enjoy vaping. I realize how uh, sus it is, how fuckboy it is for you sorority sisters out there. But uh, fuck off. And I'm going to take a fat rip. I'm going to ASMR rip this for you. Ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. And Tanner's back, and he's making the most noise possible, so thanks thanks for that. Uh, all right, so for the launchers, we have kill enemies. This is easy. You shoot it at an enemy's foot, and they die. You're a piece of garbage, but also you're going for Damascus, so there's not much you can do. Uh, you have to kill 40 attackers with every launcher. So if So if your team has B and then there's enemies that are on B, then you shoot your launcher and you kill those enemies, and those count as attacker kills. Excuse me. Those count as defender kills. And then for attacker kills, uh, if 
Tanner, help me out with attacker kills. Let's say you're on the red team and I'm on the blue team. Okay. You with me so far? Yeah. Okay. And you have B. Your team has B. I get on B, but you're not on B. You're elsewhere. So I'm the only one that's on the objective that you hold. And then I shoot a Pila inside your mouth and you die. Does that count as an attacker kill? Or do you also have to be on the point? Or do only you have to be on the point? Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I think for you... Oh, fuck. I what can't I th think of what it was. I'm not sure either, but here's my suspicion. And this almost doesn't matter, and we're going to get into why at the end of this at the uh, soon. But what I think attacker kills means for the launchers is if Tanner's team has B and Tanner is on B and I am off of B and I kill Tanner, it counts as an attacker kill. If we're both on B, it definitely counts as an attacker kill. But I think the only requirement is that the person on the enemy team who holds the objective and is also on the point dies to your launcher, you get an attacker kill. Now yes. here's a quick, yeah, I'm like 90% sure that's the case. Uh, now here's a quick thing to consider with attacker defender kills. If it's a neutral objective and you get a launcher kill, you get progress toward both attacker and defender kills. So when is this gonna be relevant? Headquarters, for example. There's a new headquarters, it shows up, and you need an amount of time to capture it. Before you've captured the headquarters, it belongs to neither team, it's neutral. So if Tanner and his three friends are taking a headquarters, and then I come in with my RPG and kill all three of them, that's going to count as three attacker kills and three defender kills. So neutral objectives are... A lot of bang for your buck, and you want to keep an eye out for those. Um, so just keep that in mind. And we're going to come back to this sub point. But uh, in addition, you need to destroy aerial streaks. You need to destroy ground-based vehicles or streaks. So aerial streaks is obviously UAV, uh, you know, support helo, gunship. These are all aerial streaks because they're in the air. Read a book. Uh, and then destroy ground ground-based vehicles or streaks. Uh, so this is like sentry, wheelson, shield turret are ground-based. Now, importantly, what else counts as ground ground-based that you would not think is ground-based? Counter UAV counts as a ground-based streak. Personal radar counts as a ground-based streak, and the VTOL counts as a ground-based streak. So you definitely want to prioritize killing those because the ground-based takes way longer than aerial, because those are a lot more rare than UAV, which counts as an aerial. Uh, and then additionally, destroy equipment, kill streaks, or vehicles. Destroy support streaks. So that's like UAV, counter UAV, uh, personal radar. And then another one is destroy kill streaks. Uh, another one is kills while using amped. And then the last one is destroy vehicles. So what you're probably thinking is, what the fuck is the difference between all of these? There isn't one. A lot of these camos just have a ton of overlap. So there will be times where you destroy one personal radar 
and then you unlock five camos at the same time. They wanted to fill all these camo categories, and the way they did that was just allowing for a bunch of overlap. So if you kill a UAV, it counts as progress toward, I literally think, five or six camos. So a lot of these you're not going to have to go out of your way to do. All you really need to focus on is just kill shit when it's in the air, and then you'll have it gold eventually. So a couple important points. One of these camos is stripes. It's called stripes, and it reads destroy kill streaks. To get progress in this category specifically, you have to have the cold-blooded perk for the progress to count. Now, how do I know that? Here's how I don't know that. I don't know that because the game says you have to have cold-blooded equip. Because it absolutely doesn't say you have to have cold-blooded equipped. Someone figured out that you have to have cold-blooded cold equipped for this to count as progress. So my advice to you is as soon as this camo is available for you, put cold-blooded on all your classes so that you don't have to worry about it. Uh, kills while using amped is very simple. You put on the amped perk, you get the kills. Uh, and then lastly, for attacker and defender kills, this is where you want to do shipment 24-7. Because if you get shipment domination or shipment hardpoint, you will finish this incredibly quickly. Incredibly quickly. Incognito! Yo! What's up, brother? Welcome to the Drop Shot Episode 9. It's an honor and a privilege to have you live in the chat, brother. We're going to be doing some gaming shortly after this episode, and if you've missed most of it, don't worry. It's posted wherever the fuck you listen to podcasts. So, thanks for joining us. We're just talking about the Damascus grind. Uh, now, attacker defender kills, as I was saying, very easy to do on shipment. That's a, absolutely the playlist you want or the map you want. Uh, and it's very easy to do with the RPG, the Pila, and the Strela. However, with the Joker, also known as the Javelin, you would think to yourself, but Tanner, all the objectives are too close. I can't fire a rocket at them. How would you respond to this objection? Hey, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> okay. That's how I would respond. Okay, There's tell us more. Corner. How do I explain the corner? It's the corner with the forklift. Hey, there's two corners with the forklifts. It's the side. How do you explain it? It's it's the side where. Let me answer my own that, question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that crate that you can go inside of, it's on that side. Okay. The I bottom one. I believe there's only one dumpster on shipment. So shipment has two spawns. Shipment has four corners of the map but there's only two spawns in the map. One of the spawns is by a forklift. Now, there, there are multiple forklifts, but of the two spawns, there's only one forklift. So we have forklift spawn. Okay. Not that spawn. The other spawn. There's a dumpster, I think. Is that a dumpster there, Tanner? There's no dumpster there. Is it just another forklift? Maybe it's just There's another forklift. There's absolutely not a dumpster there. They both have forklifts. 
You'll figure it out because on one side you'll be able to hit B, the other side you won't. Basic, okay, it's yeah. Not the one with the double stacked um, crates. crates. It's the one with the single stack crate. You want that side. Okay, basically one of the corners of the spawns. There's you can take the Joker. You go as deeply into the corner as you possibly can, and then you fire the Joker at the crate that is right above B that is stacked on top of another crate. And then when you do that, the Joker explodes right at B and you get a fuck ton of kills and you finish the attacker defender kills incredibly quickly with the Joker as well as all the other ones. Um, if our explanation did not work for you, then uh, I'm not surprised, number one, because it was terrible. Yeah. But number two, you could probably uh, search on YouTube or Google uh, Joker defender kills shipment and i'm sure there's videos of it but also if you just if you try and figure it out you'll pretty out figure it out pretty quickly it's not that fucking hard go into the corner of the map try to fire at b there if you go as deeply into the corners you can you will be far enough away to where you can lock on to something on b one of the crates and then it explodes and you get a bunch of attacker defender kills so uh so all in all Equip Amped and Cold-Blooded as your perks, and then kill every streak you can. Do the Attacker Defender on shipment. Uh, and then, other than that, remember that Counter UAV, Personal Radar, and VTOL count as ground-based streaks. And that's pretty much it. Anything else to say about launchers, Tanner? Start them now. If you haven't, I... I always see people on Reddit. They're like, okay, I, I have everything gold. Now I have launchers to do. I'm like, damn, you fucked up. Because they would have just been done if you had them as your secondary. Because at some point, you finish your pistols. What have you been running as your secondary? Yeah. Just a pistol that's already platinum? What? Just throw a launcher on there. Do it now. Exactly. I agree with that. I agree with that. So, so yeah, launchers are annoying, but it's not that hard. It's just time-gated. But I've said enough about that. So, uh, what were your three most hated weapons, Tanner? Uh, the first one is obvious. It's the riot shield. It's if it's not your most hated weapon, then I, you didn't get Damascus. My second most and hated unsubscribe was probably, from the podcast if it yeah, was your, if it was not your most again. hated weapon. So keep yeah. that in mind. Go ahead, Tanner. Um, probably the Joker was number two only because I couldn't figure out the attacker and defender for a long time. Then finally I found that spot on shipment and it, it just went by fast. But at the time doing Damascus Joker was one of the most frustrating. Um, Strella wasn't great either, but, and then surprisingly for my, a gun, my least favorite was actually the Dragonov. I fucking hated the Dragonov. Really? So much recoil. Getting double kills with the Dragonov wasn't fun. Because you fired it, and my reticle was 30 feet higher than where the bullet had gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to search. I have to aim back down. By that time, everybody's gone or I'm dead. So right. it wasn't fun. Would you recommend Hardcore for the Dragonov, since it's always a one-shot kill in Hardcore and not necessarily in Core? Maybe. I never tried that. I didn't think of it. That, that could be the move, though, yeah. I had no trouble whatsoever with the Dragonov. I really like that gun. So that's, that's interesting. Like, that's uh it's like the ebr for me yeah so yeah so my three most hated weapons are obviously the riot shield number one uh number two is actually the knife because everything was super simple but the kills while injured took me 
like double the time that all the other camos combined took me because I just, I tried to do it in core and I was like, this can't be fucking done in core. So I had to go to hardcore and then I'd get like two or three a game. And then eventually I was done, but it was not fun at all. And then lastly, of course was the EBR cause that gun's fucking terrible. It has way too much recoil. Doesn't do enough damage. If they made it a one shot kill to like, Upper chest would be too OP, but maybe like collar, mm, maybe like shoulders and up if it was a one-shot kill, then the EBR would be fine. But I just fucking hate that gun. I think it's so bad. So, uh, what about categories? What was your favorite category to do? I think shotguns. It's just, I mean, if you don't have shipment 24-7, then I wouldn't say this, but I had shipment 24-7 when I did shotguns they were a blast that and the pistols were way up there they were a blast um, they were yeah, they were fucking fantastic get it plus everyone uses a shotgun on shipment so you're now finally you're... fitting in with everybody else and since you're better than everyone it's just domination yeah yeah yeah, yeah i had a i had a 19.4 kd the 118 and 6 on our club yeah, let's keep talking. um least enjoyable i mean the obvious one is launchers, or I guess you can count melee. Um, what about for projectile weapons? Launcher. Launcher, and if we're not even counting okay. that, it would yeah. be snipers. Snipers, okay. Okay. Uh, my favorite weapon category was uh, pistols. Pistols. They were so fun. Because I never play hardcore. I don't like hardcore, but using a pistol and when I was doing pistols, uh, shipment 24 seven was in, which made it, which it definitely wouldn't have been as fun if I couldn't get shipment 24 seven. But since I could using a pistols, so fun, dude. So fun. Uh, least enjoyable, obviously riot shield and knife and launchers. But besides those, my least enjoyable was shotguns. I fucking hate shotguns. I hate shotgun users. Uh, you should Kurt Cobain put one in your own mouth if you like them. Damn. He did it with a shotgun, so that's why yeah. I chose that uh, yeah, I reference. That. Read a book. Yeah, um, yeah I've seen it. So you've seen it. Wow. All right. Someone's a 4chan user. Uh, so yeah, least enjoyable with shotguns, especially because the 725, I had so many long shots to go by the time I finished everything else. So I had to equip slug rounds in a fucking 3.0 scope and snipe people on shoot house. So that wasn't great. Uh, so how long did it take you to finish, Tanner? At completion, I took a uh, screenshot. Overall game time, 214 hours in game when I got Damascus. So that was eight days, eight days, 22 hours, something like that. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking game time just to get the completionist camo. A lot of game time. It Do you is remember what yours was? I didn't check because I didn't really go for Damascus the whole time. So like yeah. Tanner, when we got the game, he pretty much immediately had Damascus in mind. And there were definitely a couple hours of his game time where he was not going for Damascus. He was using his gold M4, like the piece of shit that he was and is. Uh, but of those 214 hours, the 90% plus, I would say, were him actively going for Damascus. Uh, but he also, because he was doing it so early, he didn't have all these tips and tricks. So if you've listened to this podcast, 
uh, you will shave hours off of your Damascus grind that Tan because of the information you have now, having listened to this, that Tanner did not have. So it'll probably be faster for you. Um, yeah. And a lot of it isn't death. I mean, a lot of it's like, okay, I just... I just finished the MP7, so now I'm going to do the Bison. So I'm going to level the Bison from 1 to max level. And while you're doing that, it doesn't feel like a Damascus grind. It feels like you just run around and use the gun and do as best as you can. So it's definitely... A lot of the grind is fun. So it's not 214 hours of complete drudgery. Yeah, because... So. I mean, because then also... That time... It, it could have been way less hours, but it's like I'm not mounting a corner every chance that i'm near a wall to get that mounted like no i wasn't right. forcing it i wasn't forcing it until i probably had like the first like assault rifles smgs platinum then i was like okay i want to get this camo i'm gonna start like really doing everything for it yeah uh, but yeah if you you know if you're mounting all the time you're only crouched you're hit firing right away from when you unlock those camos i mean those hours could be how, how fast really do you think somebody could do it Below 150 hours for sure. Do you think somebody could do it under 100? I don't think so. Ooh. I mean, in theory, I think so. But with a couple stipulations. They'd have to have some double XP weekends. They'd have to be using their double weapon XP tokens extremely wisely. And they'd have to be pretty fucking good. That's be really Because if you're the better... The better you are as a player, uh, obviously, the more quickly this grind will go. Because let's say you want to do headshots. If you're Nate Gibson, you're going to get a lot more headshots in a game if you're trying for them than if you're me. You know? So if you're really good uh, and you're really smart about your XP tokens and you know all of the little tips and tricks that we just went over so you're not wasting time trying to figure things out... Maybe 100 hours. Uh, that's real close, though. I don't know. I don't know. But I think 150 is about a good ballpark figure for, like, someone who's grinding with only that in mind and is an above-average player. I think that's probably safe to say. Yeah. 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 Uh, was it worth it, Tanner? So this is the question everybody asks. Um, was it worth it? Here's the thing. The camo is not that great. I like it a lot. Um, I still like Dark Matter better, though. I think Dark Matter is a much better camo. And Black Ops 4, it looks so good. And it was so much easier to get. But the fact that it's this hard in this game and much more rare than Dark Matter was, I think it is worth the grind because not that many players have it. I would love to see a percentage of what players, active players in the game have Damascus. It's not high at all. You don't see it that often. So I think it was worth it just so people can see you're a nerd virgin loser. And, you know, that's what we're going after. So that's me. Yeah. Yeah, that's us for sure. Yeah. So for me, it was it was definitely worth it. Number one, because I stream. Uh, so it's not it's it's part of my credentials. Uh, that's why I that's the main reason I placed importance on it. Uh, it it lends me. As dumb as this is, I think it's dumb. But as dumb as it is, it's true. With a lot of people, it lends me credibility. Because it tells people I play the game a lot. It tells people I have uh, a lot of knowledge about the game. Because if you get Damascus, you're going to learn a lot about the game. Not only the weapons, but you're also going to learn about the maps. 
And the reason you're going to learn about the maps is because you've played for at least 150 hours. So you know the maps by then, you know. Uh, I also think going for Damascus is really good for your overall KD in the long run. Hear me out. If you've gotten every single gun gold, when someone is shooting you, you know what gun they have. You know how big the magazine is. You know the fire rate. You know the damage profile. You know the reload speed. Like, you know all the intric... You know what the gun's good at. You know what the gun is bad at. So, if I hadn't gotten Damascus, since I hate shotguns, right? I wouldn't know the difference between an Origin and a 725, for example. So, some guy starts shooting me with an Origin, and he's 25 meters away from me. And I have uh, an MP7. Because I have Damascus, I know that that guy has an origin. Because I know what it sounds like. And he's also just fired nine times. And he's still firing. <laughs> because he's using the 25 round drum mag. And I know all of that about the origin. Because I got Damascus. Because I've used the origin. And what I also know is. That the origin has very low damage range. So this guy's at 25 meters and he's blasting away with his origin. I know what the origin, I know that it is the origin because I've gotten Damascus and I know intimately uh, what that gun can do. And we're at 25 meters. So what am I going to do here? I'm going to strafe right the fuck in front of him at 25 meters and I'm going to fuck his ass because there's no way he's killing me in time. It's not happening. Now, if I see in the kill feed he just killed my teammate with a 725, I am absolutely not peeking him at 25 meters because he'll snipe me because that shotgun is super overpowered. So that's another reason that the grind is kind of worth it. You can familiarize yourself with all those guns to where you can uh, use that information to your advantage in game. And like that, that example I just used might sound kind of silly, but it really is exactly how my thought process works in every single game. In every single match, that scenario comes up once. Okay, what gun does this guy have? What can it do? Should I challenge based on my gun, the distance, etc.? Do you feel that way, Tanner? I do when they're within a decent range. The only thing is, if they're far enough away with a suppressor, you don't have a clue what they're doing, but that doesn't really matter. I mean, but you are right in terms of being up close. There is a lot of things you think about almost subconsciously, probably. Yeah, it is. Um, it is subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's definitely helpful. Yeah, because yeah, you, you just know what the pluses and the minuses are of each gun because you've used them for so long. And like the ranges and the reload speed, too. Like, like also, I can hear a 725 shoot twice. And if I see the guy in front of me and I saw that he just shot twice... I know he's reloading or he's switching to his pistol. So I'll get super aggressive because I know he has to reload because I've used a 725, unfortunately. So that's another reason I think the grind is really worth it. Um, so yeah, I think it is worth it. And it looks cool. And hopefully they're going to release a better mastery camo that looks better. So yeah, maybe that'll we be can cool talk too. about that on uh, Tuesday. Yeah. And we, hey, maybe on it'll Wednesday. Be out. On Wednesday. But yeah. yeah. Wednesday? Damn. Yeah, it's yeah. Wednesday. So, uh, okay. So, 
Anything else about the Damascus grind, young Tanner? No, I'm kind of wondering if we should stop it there and save this next topic, go more in depth yeah, and do it next we're week. Absolutely gonna, yeah. We're absolutely going to absolutely going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. So, uh so that's about it. Anything else in general? Nope. Hopefully we have a lot to talk about on Wednesday. We'll just leave it at that. Hopefully there's some uh there's a good update on Tuesday. Yeah, hopefully we do. So today we were going to go over Damascus, and then if we had time, we were going to go into tips on how to get a nuke. Uh, doesn't look like we have much time. I don't want to make this a three-hour podcast. This isn't the Joe Rogan experience. So we're going to leave it at that for now. But in the next next week, next Saturday, we will be doing an in-depth review of this type of how to get a nuclear. Because when Season 2 launched... They launched the nuclear calling card. So if you got a nuke before season two launched, they did not give you the calling card. You're going to have to get a nuke again, uh, which is unfortunate. And trust me, Tanner and I know it's unfortunate because we had to do it again, uh, which we did. We both have the nuclear calling card, by the way. So I didn't mean to press that twice. Sorry. <laughs> okay. But, uh, so anyway, so next Saturday we'll be doing that. That'll be our next topic. We'll go as we'll get as granular and detailed as we just did on that. So if you're trying to get a nuke or if you're just trying to play better, raise your KD. The tips that we have for you on getting a nuke are exactly the same as the tips on how to have an insanely high KD because the tips that we will give you for a nuke are all centered on getting 30 kills and zero deaths. So by definition, that's going to mean these tips will also apply if you just want to get a fucking insanely high KD. Uh, we both have the nuclear calling card, by the way. So keep that in mind. So, so, uh, yeah, stay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, that's it for this episode right now. If you're here on Twitch, uh, thank you for watching. And we are going to start fucking gaming right now after I wrangle my fat white cock out of my shorts and piss with it. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google play, Spotify, or Stitcher, please subscribe. If you're on iTunes specifically, once again, please go rate the fucking podcast. Uh, my name is Casey, also known as Razanon. You can find me on every social media platform there is, uh, almost that means Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. search for Razanon. You'll find me. Uh, and I have been getting all of the positive comments, DMs, feedback you guys have been giving me, and I greatly appreciate it. And if you really want to help out the podcast, like I said, please, please, please rate the podcast on iTunes. Uh, and then of course it would also help me a lot if you could subscribe on YouTube. We release the full episodes with video there. Follow me on Twitch. Uh, so that I, you can see these podcasts when they're streamed live, or you can see me and Tanner play the game. Uh, and also, if you have an Amazon Prime account and you don't use Twitch, link your Amazon to account to your Twitch account. You get a free subscription on Twitch every month. Uh, that would give me money, and it would cost you nothing if you have Amazon Prime. So you could go to my Twitch channel, use what is called a Twitch Prime subscription. You'd be supporting me a lot, and it would be at no cost to you, assuming you already have Amazon Prime. 
Uh, so you can find me on all those socials. You can do all that. Tanner can be found on Twitter at T-A-N-N-E-R-R-R-R-5-4. Uh, I'm starting a change.org petition to have him change his Twitter handle. So I will, I will, I will provide everyone the link for, I will provide everyone the link to that, that change.org petition shortly. Uh, and that is it for the drop shot episode nine. We will be back Wednesday going over patch notes and hopefully the release of call of duty Warzone. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Stay apprised. And uh, that's pretty much it. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Have an excellent day, young kings. And as always, remember, stay humble. Humble. Stay humble. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.